Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez says. back on the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Okay, so let's go ahead and catch up with U.S. Senator Rick Scott on the Inez Says podcast today. Senator Scott is up for re-election, of course, here in 2024. Democrat Debbie McCarcel Powell, or DMP for short, which she says stands for Don't Mess With My People. Anyway, McCarcel Powell from South Florida, and she has the unenviable task of going up against a former Florida governor in November in a state that has, over the last handful of years, gone from deep purple to solid red. So as we look ahead to the November election, we catch up with Senator Scott today on the docket, the Biden border crisis. But we kick it off with a very strange story of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's current hospital stay. Here's that chat now with U.S. Senator Rick Scott. We got a lot of topics on the agenda, but first I wanted to ask you about this bizarro story about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin being in the hospital in the ICU and the White House didn't even know about it. Is the underlying theme here incompetence on the secretary's part, cluelessness on the White House's part for not being in contact with the defense secretary at a time when we have two major wars going on. What's your take on this bizarre story here, Senator? Well, first off, I think it's bizarre. I mean, we've got troops all over the world. Uh, We've got hostilities in um, Ukraine. We've got uh, we got ships that the Houthis are shooting at. And the Department of Defense doesn't even tell the White House that he's not around. He's not, you know, he's in ICU. So can't imagine he can do his job from ICU very well. Uh, and the White House still thinks he's great. I mean, I would be furious if I was a president. You know, they didn't tell me that my Secretary of Defense was in intensive care. You should be so disappointed right now in how your federal government's been operated. It is so hard to get people to focus on why don't we just like secure a border? Why don't we balance our budget? Why don't we actually vote on a budget? Uh, why don't we actually vote on uh, spending bills? We're not, we're not doing any of these things. Part of our government will get shut down in less than two weeks. The only, the only way it's going to happen is is we'll have you know something McConnell and Schumer want to do without anybody knowing what it is. They'll give us a couple hours to read a you know hundred you know multiple hundred page document, and then everybody will be okay with that. Mm. I'm not. I'm going to keep fighting it. This is crazy. I balanced the budget when I was your governor. I balanced the budget when I was in business. I'm going to focus on balancing the budget when I'm up here. Over the weekend, I know you called the Biden southern border policy or lack thereof lawless. It made news. I'm not quite sure why it made news, Senator, because it's obvious to a majority of Americans that, in fact, it is lawless. Biden all of a sudden now is blaming Republicans like you and Congress for the chaos, the crisis at the border. So, Senator, Joe Biden says it's your fault. What do you make of that? <laughs> He's a liar. I mean, it's real simple. I mean, he'll, he'll just lie about anything. 
the Biden administration is lawless. Why, when Trump was president, was he able to get control over the southern border? But with the exact same laws, Mayorkas and Biden can't do it because they want to not do it. They want an open border. They, they're they okay with criminals and terrorists come across our border. Think about it. We've had millions and millions and millions of people cross our border, stay here, that we have no idea who the background is. We had the director of the FBI testify twice, once to me, a committee I was on. I asked him, do we have terror cells in this country? Yes, we do. Just think about it. We had 70,000 people come from Afghanistan with no IDs. We have no idea what the background was. We let them in the country, and we paid them money. I mean, so you go, you go bust your butt to work. Somebody comes across the border illegally, and we say, ah, where would you want to go? How much money do you want? I mean, this is the craziest thing you cannot imagine. But criminals, terrorists, drugs, it's intentional by Biden. It is lawless. If Joe Biden wanted to solve this border crisis, could he do it in the blink of an eye if he wanted to? Absolutely. Just enforce the law. I mean, you don't have a right to, to just say, I want to I come here and have you fly me anywhere around the country. No, you, you should be stopped. You should be detained. If you don't have a right to come in, you're not coming in. Look, in the end, here's what's going to happen. You know, at some point, this, our country is going to have to take our military and secure our border. This is dangerous. This is a clear and present danger to you, to our country, to our way of life. And at some point, it's going to take that to secure our border because it is so open. We have a great group of people that run Border Patrol. But guess what? They're not allowed to enforce the law. I talk to Border Patrol agents all the time. The Biden administration will not let them enforce the law. Why? I don't get it. I lock my doors at night. I worry about my family. I love my family. Doesn't the president love this country? If he did, he would secure the border. Senator, you mentioned the word intentional. So what is the end game here on this Biden border crisis? Is it, okay? at some point in time in the future, we're going to give all these migrants amnesty so they can vote Democrat? I mean, is is that the end game here? What could be the intentions of the president? Who knows? It doesn't make sense. Would you let terrorists into your house? Are criminals or people, hey, I just want to walk in your house. I'm not going to show, tell you who I am. Would you allow that? I don't get it. I mean, the only thing you could argue is, oh, yeah, he thinks they're all going to vote you know, for a Democrat going forward. But the truth is, there's a lot of wonderful people who want to come to our country. They want to live our dream. Unfortunately, there's drugs, there's criminals, there's terrorists with them. Um, so I've gone to the border a bunch of times and I meet the people and they seem, you know, there's a lot of them that seem really genuine. They want to live our dream, but guess what? It doesn't take many of them. I mean, how many, how many terrorists did it take to take down the world trade center? How many Hamas did really to go kill the 1300, uh, 1400 people on October 7th? It doesn't take a lot. Mm. And we've allowed millions of people in. Let's just say 1% of them were bad. What have we done to our safety? I take responsibility when I was governor of Florida, and I still do, for the, for the 20-plus million people living in our state. I'm responsible for this country. And how can I sit here okay, without complaining about what they're doing? Because they're making everybody in this country's life more risky. Senator, I, I watched an interview with the DHS head, Alejandro Mayorkas, recently. I think it was Brett Baer on Fox News who did it. The man didn't answer one question. He's slippery, he's slimy, and, and I know that there is an impeachment hearing upcoming for this guy. How in the world does this guy, who is so incredibly misleading about the border and what's going on with the crisis there, how does he keep his job knowing what's going on there? How can he get up every day? I look at him when he comes to testify. I'm on Homeland Security, so he comes to testify. Everything is just a lie. They're either misleading or it's a lie. I mean, the border is secure. Come on. I mean, there, there's no way the border is secure. 
Why lie about it? But he does. He comes and testifies. He says, we have complete control over the border. And it's just a lie. Why do you want to live your life like this? I don't want to wake up every day and have to do something that I know is a complete violation of the laws of this country. But he's violating the laws of this country every day. I don't know what his purpose in life is, but it's clearly not to be a public servant of enforcing the laws of the country. Like I told people when I became governor, I don't like a law. Tough luck. I'm in the executive branch. We enforce all laws. His job is to, whether he likes the laws or not, enforce every law in this country. That's his job. He doesn't get to pick and choose. Oh, I don't like that one. I don't think I'll enforce that one. I'll just do this one. No, your job is to do it. And if not, you shouldn't be in the job. Well, Mayorkas is totally unaccountable to the American people, and that should scare everybody, no matter if you're Democrat, Republican, or Independent. I know before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this. You made a big announcement yesterday that you're going to be donating a portion of your Senate salary to the Navy SEAL Foundation Center. Tell us about that and, and, and why you and your wife made that decision. Well, as you know, um, I'm a kid that started out in public housing and got to build businesses and make enough money that you know we can give money away. We're, so I give, um, we give, my wife and I give our salary away that I get up here uh, every quarter. So we're doing the Navy SEAL Foundation because it's just a great organization that takes care of Navy SEAL families. I mean, if you, if you look at what the Navy SEALs do every day, they have some of the riskiest jobs and they're out there trying to keep us safe. And so I'm very appreciative of everybody that's a Navy SEAL uh, and their families. And this is a great organization that supports them. Thanks to U.S. Senator Rick Scott from the great state of Florida for the chat on the Inez Says podcast. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.